0: Hello, and how did it? Chomita Chronicles. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. My gente, fabulous y beautiful. Sasa. The following is a sponsor ad for Chomita Chronicles, and is Hydra Lip Balm. Yes, so. You guys have been seeing or checking out my Instagram. If you haven't checked out my Instagram, you better follow me right now. Yeah, I'm here waiting, waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so yes, there's a lip balm that is has been amazing, amazing to me. It's organic and vegan, 30% less plastic, cruelty-free, softens dryness. And I have a tip for you. Guess what? For me is apply it before you go to sleep. Yes, 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 yes. So check it out, and anybody that buys under my promotional code JobyD, and we'll get twenty percent off. Yes. So check out the world of Dolly. There are Afro Latino business, Afro Caribbean. Yes. Hola, mi gente. Hermosa, este episodio quiero poner, mmm, como dice, precaución al contenido, o sea más sensitivo para ustedes, pero creo que es una conversación educativa que tuve con el hijo nativo uh, más conocido como Manuel Méndez, que decidió venir a, a Chompitacón y me di la oportunidad yo también de aprender y conversar con él abiertamente de muchas inquietudes. so Por eso hago este episodio esta pausa antes de que ustedes entren al podcast, Okay? Y que espero que lo disfruten y déjenme sus comentarios en Instagram. Gracias. ¿Cómo fue? Ugh. Chovita Chronicles, say yes, I'm here. I'm back. Chovita Chronicles, temporada 4. Acuérdate, y antes que empecemos este podcast, dale, dale, presiona la notificación, dale follow, dale 5 estrellas. Cuando escuches este podcast, deja tu review y yo siempre estoy activa en social media en Instagram, ya tú sabes cómo es la cosa pero ya yo voy a dejar de hablar porque yo tengo un súper gran invitado nada más y nada menos Manuel Méndez a.k.a conocido como el hijo nativo we finally got here, él tiene un podcast que se llama las caritas lindas pero he's doing so many great things for the community en el DMV, pero Manuel explícanos, ¿qué es el DMV?
1: el DMV es DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Um, Pero mi nombre es Manuel Mendez. My name is Manuel Mendez. I am originally from the Dominican Republic, Um, born in the Dominican Republic, and raised in Washington, DC, Columbia Heights. Um, And yeah, ese soy yo.
0: (laughs) Él (laughs) está super bien, So, Dinos un poquito de ti, como dice te criaste, pero tu background es Dominicano, pero, you know, how were you brought up? I'm not gonna, like, you know, tell me, like, en a micro version, mm. you know, how you became with this amazing gift awareness about the community, well, starting when you were small.
1: So, you know, I was born in the Dominican Republic. Um my mom is from San Pedro Macorís, oh, so I, I was spend, so spend a lot of my time uh, at the beach. Um it got to a point that I I wanted to come to the United States. Um I want I decided that um it oh, was something you really, that. Okay. My my grandparents were already here. Um they came um early 60s, 50s. Right. Um to Washington DC and I wanted to be with my grandparents because I, I love my grandparents. And so that was the reason why I wanted to come to Washington. Um, but here, um, Chocolate City um, really embraced me. Um, That's how they call
0: that that, that area, the, the boroughs?
1: Yeah, yeah Chocolate City. <laughs> it's Washington, D.C. is Chocolate City. It's known as Chocolate City. Right now, it's more like... Uh, uh, what do you call that? Not Chocolate City, but... Um,
0: uh, it has changed a lot, the makeup.
1: Yeah. Uh, more vanilla than chocolate.
0: <laughs> Caramel.
1: <laughs> uh, no, okay, it's just legend, like... A, you? It's, it's, a, it's a little pockets of chocolate chips and a whole bunch of vanilla uh, <laughs> right now. Um, okay. But yeah, um, Washington, D.C. W- is known as... Um, chocolate city and so when I came here I came when I was really young and you know the community the African-American community really embraced me uh cherished me and nurtured me and so I get some of I get majority of the values that I have and principles uh, from what I learned from elders in the community Um, and so um as time grew past, you know, I became an activist uh, in the community. There was things that I wanted to solve in the community. But, but let me,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me see. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, you were so finally you were with your grandparents. I'm very close to my grandmother myself. Uh-huh. So you know, I feel you on that one. But okay, so this is you like a teenager. You you were in high school. You like you were you were seeing what was going on. So, so I was say- in.
1: I yeah. was in a, in a group um, that was called Youth Action Research Group and um, I was very active in my high school years and one of the things that we were concerned during um, when I was a youth in high school was um, affordable housing and so okay. we went around we went around because we we saw that that was one of the main things that affected young people in our school right um, our, our parents were, full-time and a part-time and in, and another part-time to make sure that you know uh, they had you know money for yeah. rent for food Survive, and stuff survival. like that survival yeah. exactly and so um we fought for um affordable housing for young people and, and for uh, for adults and so um,
0: wow, this is you already. You were finishing high school or you were still in high school?
1: Beginning of like freshman high school. And wow. Yeah. And so in high school, I did a lot of that. Um, I met a whole bunch of elders that I still connect to this day, um, like um, Arturo Griffith, um, like Roland Robach, like, um, um, well, so many so many right. um, elders that I connected with during my younger years uh, are, you know, we're fighting Af- Af- issues of Afro-Latinidad today, um, so it really connects my years of high, activists, my years of activists in high school to what I'm doing today. Um, after high school, I must say after high school, I wanted to go to an activist school,
0: yes. and so
1: I went to um, a PWI a, um, predominantly white institution uh, in Yellow Springs, Ohio called Antioch College uh, and there I also studied documentary um, that's my trade I'm a, right. I am a trained documentarian and so that's why when you see lindas podcast you see a little bit of video um, and, uh, and audio and so yeah, yeah.
0: There's another project that you have going on, and then how did you land it on NPR? Or who they who reach out to who? NPR. Like, I didn't. I
1: didn't. I did not know I was on NPR.
0: Yes, like your information comes a lot. Like and really? Was, yes. You're re- not, Yeah, you recognize.
1: recognized. I I have not heard once um, that I was even referenced in NPR. Yes, so you that's are referenced.
0: <laughs> yeah, so look, really it, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm like, yeah, your your, you know, your body of work is recognized.
1: And so, you uh, know when you when you do this work, uh, you know, it, it's like um the horses, you know, you yeah. have you have these um focus and so you you just um grinding and doing the work, you're not really looking to the side mm-hmm. to see what is being referenced it, it, my my job has been is to you know improve improve the lives of afro latinos uh, in the dmv and try to make it a little bit better than what uh i'm you know than what it is in right. terms of representation In terms, i'm looking of up at leadership. your page and i want
0: to tell yeah and i was like oh my god so yes and you have been like you know they have mentioned your work they have mentioned your body and where you're, they mentioned your events. I'm glad that I'm saying this to you, but yeah,
1: this is the most insightful
0: thing that I learned out from you right now, I didn't know that there was an activist program or how you go about, you know, navigating, you know, the politics or legislatures or changes that you want to see in the community. That is yeah. wow.
1: Yeah. So I started that during, during my, my younger years and, um, it really added up to, because sometimes people feel like um, we come from left field, like mm-hmm. we come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But it's really like um, nuestro sancocho bien um, <laughs> lento. You know, it, it, it like our, our essence is like really like slowly brew. Anything, any anytime, someone sees something that's really fast and quick, microwavable. I don't think we should trust. Um, so I am, I've been nurtured by the community, watered, and then, you know, whatever I have flowered to is, is, is I attributed to the community, um, contributions that they have placed in me. You know what I mean?
0: Right. So I always do this question, but I'm like, when did you realize that you're like, okay, I'm black. I know that I'm black, but then it's like, I'm not going to be treated any different than a black American or an African-American, like because at the first thing, before I open my mouth, this is what they see.
1: Right. I, but I mean, for me, it's, it's been from really early. early um, on. Like I said, like chocolate city has been a blessing to me mm-hmm. because I saw clear examples of reflection of my family in the community. And so I couldn't say other than the language,
0: mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Um,
1: or the food,
0: yes. which we
1: have, you know, mutually embraced. I have embraced African American food, and my friends have embraced Dominican food, and it's, it's 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 similar. I talk a lot about when I talk to African Americans, I talk a lot about New Orleans, yes. and um, I, I talk about you know the food in New Orleans and how similar it is, and the Caribbean it's Mm -hmm. um uh, basically New Orleans is part of the Caribbean um and um I'll also talk about Hoppin' John I don't know if you know what Hoppin' John is it's their version of um it's black eyed peas and rice
0: oh okay and so you know we I heard it yeah
1: Hoppin' John's that's what it's called.
0: that's how they call it I
1: haven't had the
0: opportunity to be out there but I've heard like you know like I always say, look at our food. There's history there that tells you a lot. Everything. Yeah. And yeah. African
1: Americans eat it during New Year's. so mm. uh, jones.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Look it
1: up. Black eyed
0: peas. Okay, yeah. so one more question. Like I said, um, people call this period for us a movement, um, un despertar, a renaissance. Where were you? you know, when the George Floyd, um, murder took place, Were your thoughts, your feelings?
1: Um, I I was watching it the the same way everybody was watching it when, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. like, um, eight minutes, you know what I mean? I think everybody during the pandemic had an opportunity to just watch those eight minutes. Um, and it felt like a lynching. (laughs) It felt like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, a modern lynching, yes. and so it really affected all of us.
0: Yes. Um,
1: but I think uh, for for some reason, I think people ha- I think like before George Floyd and after George Floyd, and the things that that have changed. I'm, I'm I'm more to the um after Trayvon Martin. Yes. You know, and and after because something really ignited, and 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 to see someone kill a young person is definitely, um, like you just chopping up like the fruits of a family. And Mm -hmm. so um, I I think about, I think about, I think about George Floyd a lot. I think i also think about Sandra Bland a lot, you know, like at any point in time, you know, as we drive in these, you know highways and streets. You can be stopped,
0: yes, and
1: you know your life can change. Um, well, at any moment, as a black person in America, yes. your life can change. And so, yes. I I I think about you know different instances of like where you know um, driving while black, being in, in places while black. I, mm-hmm. I remember the Starbucks case of the two black two black men in in Starbucks. Yes. Um, So there's many cases, um, but we all had a moment to sit and pay attention Mm -hmm. to George Floyd Mm -hmm. versus the other one. The other ones, you know, we had lots of distractions and the pandemic really gave us, you know, um, gave us that, you know, that that moment that is not just COVID, you know, there's a pandemic of like serious white supremacy in the United States,
0: and then, then obviously that was like the moment that it said, okay, you know, you you know that it was like a Pandora box just opened. Y después nos hicieron. Y qué pasó con, like suddenly? Y los negros o los latinos que son negros o afrolatinos en Latin America like it was so impactful that it transcended to Europe to Latin America like everybody to look at themselves like it was this elephant in the room, like so. I I don't know about you, but reporters reach out to me. People were like getting want to get bites and information. Yeah. And I mean, us.
1: I was I, I'm always uh, Univision Telemundo. Mm-hmm. Um, always. Um, uh, uh, incluso like, um, I was I was on on Univision uh, during the George Floyd. Um, they wanted a bite you know a piece the funeral um Mm -hmm. and 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 during that same it was so impactful because during that the same uh the funeral previous to the to when I when I got on that was like I was so confused because in San Francisco there was a young man that was killed by police uh Latino yes I
0: don't
1: know if it was San Francisco or LA and it was just like man like it just it just don't matter it don't it mm-hmm. don't matter I, some latinos need to recognize that that it, it really just don't matter like when they when they don't see you as a human being like when another human being don't see you in a, a as another human being and that being a you know a police officer um you're in real danger
0: yes and, and
1: then and then when it comes to latin america you know i always think of uh my Marie Lee Franco from Brazil. Yes, yes.
0: That's, <laughs> you know what
1: I'm saying? Like that people is don't think about The layers. About. Yes. I think about I think about um Berta Berta Cáceres
0: mm-hmm.
1: in Honduras. Um, yes. I think about um the folks in Colombia, the Afro Latinos in Colombia that um on a regular basis are um threatened to be killed. Francia, um,
0: Francia Marquez.
1: Francia Marquez, um the that whole crew of folks that um I think about the garifonas. Yes. In Central America. I think a lot about Pan Panama too. I yes. think a lot about Colón
0: I know. <laughs> yes. You if you know, and yes. The,
1: and the disparities. The
0: um, disparities. Um but this is like it seems that it's a force. That is beyond us. That is going to be happening, even though they are, you know, pushing it back. And it's like, no, this is going forward, regardless if you like it or not. Yeah, it's
1: it's global white supremacy that really started in the Americas, right? Mm -hmm. Global white supremacy. I mean, it started in, in, you know, what we call Spain, but um, we were we black Latinos were. The, the the first folks to really have, uh, be affected, impacted by global white supremacy through slavery. Well, people don't talk about the middle passages. Through the middle passages, when we landed in the Americas, when they ship our cousins to the United States, because you have to understand the Caribbean was a port to disperse enslaved, Africans and so some people don't don't don't, don't acknowledge get it. that. Yeah. So it's 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 been there, but also stuff that folks don't talk about, like the resistance, right? Like yes, uh, we've been resisting. Like you know, people talk about Black Lives Matter. You know, um,
0: la rebelión, yes.
1: Our our have people been fighting for for centuries uh, against. Um, global white supremacy and whatever you want to call it colonialism imperialism mm-hmm. whatever you want to what word you want to use it that's that's on you you know but
0: we are calling it white supremacy Ustedes están disfrutando del show de Chombita Crónicos con su Quédense ahí regresamos después de esta pausa. Hello, ¿y cómo dijo de- Otra nota más y si te gusta este podcast, compártelo con tu amigo, amiga, familia, tía, china, perro, como quieras, ya sabes cómo es la vuelta. Chao, chao. So, now we're going to talk about the caucus. How you came about it, how you the, you know, leader, do you, you know, how you I believe that you have a an event coming, hopefully, that the legacy of Claudia Jones.
1: Right, Claudia Jones, wow. The I mean, during during the Red the the, the McCarthy era, she is the only person to be um, deported from the United States. Um, oh. Claudia Jones. Um, right. and I I hope that people read a little bit more about Claudia Jones and the work that she has done. Um, one of one of the big reasons why. Um, there is a a big festival in in Britain, Caribbean Festival, is because okay. of Claudia, the okay. influence of Claudia Jones, um, but, well, she got deported to to Britain, and so there, she is that along with the Caribbean um, community there, um, if people know about you know the the, the Caribbean festivals that happens during during June, June and July, you know, because. Um, the Caribbean uh, month is coming up. And so um, folks um, celebrate um, the the Caribbean heritage. Um, Claudia Jones is a person that all Caribbean people need to know uh, and and hear and her her words. Mm
0: -hmm. I want to talk to you. So how do you care about the caucus? You know, is it the only chapter that you only have? Is this particular just for DC or is it expanding? What's going on with
1: that? Well, the caucus it's, it right now is only in the DMV. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it started because we wanted, we wanted a voice. We wanted to be, I usually talk about like wherever Latinidad is being spoke about, Afro Latinos, Black Latinos, and indigenous folks need to be in those spaces. And so that is the impetus for this work mm-hmm. uh, with the DCI for Latino Caucus, because we need to be in those spaces, making decisions about our community, yes. um, being a representation, being represented, being in the, on the table, talking about issues of employment, issues of immigration, issues of racism, issues of all down the line, all the issues that La- Latinos love to talk about, Afro-Latinos are affected by those things too. Uh, undocumented immigrants. Uh, there's tons. Uh, you see it, um, Haiti, uh, how the treatment of Haiti versus the treatment of Ukrainians and how Right, you know, right. Now, now that
0: you mentioned that, I, I I have really you know mixed feelings about that for what I'm hearing for the headlines. I'm like, I'm like, guys, I know that Chambita Chronicles is always like, it's an uplifting moment, but we have to talk about the hard issues. And I feel that, and I can definitely share this with you, Manuel, is like, are you telling me they're skipping line or are they skipping before the other people that have been waiting for an answer and at the border in Mexico? And I know for a fact, because it's been already news, they're already here in the United States they are getting assistance and help, and I'm like, wait a I minute. Mean,
1: <laughs> it's a perfect example of of how there's a crisis in you know in Western Europe or Eastern Europe, and the color of the color of Ukrainians versus Haitians,
0: yeah,
1: um, and the treatment that Haitian babies, Haitian families. Asian women, we we have to we have to vocalize these things and make sure that folks um, hear it, but yeah. also do something about it too. Not like, you know what I'm saying. De boca nosotros podemos hablar, so we're blue.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: but we need to really do something about um, the inequalities, um, the this the disparities when it comes. Um, to this, these policies, this immigration policy that, you know, and, and I get on, 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 on Latino uh, organization too, about
0: yes. not
1: addressing, not, not pinpointing and not making sure that, you know, our black immigrant community really uh, are, are, to, to, to be in the forefront of, of their issues too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, I, it, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you in that sense because I'm like I don't have nothing personally against, you know, war, and I don't I cannot conceive. It's I'm t- I'm talking about from the side of humanity, humanity, you know, it's it's a right to you know to ask and require asylum, um, you know, and everybody, you know, now they say there's a policy that they they say that. There was another, I guess, headline saying that they really highly recommend that they apply from Europe. Do not come to the United States. Kind mm-hmm. of, but I'm like, you already have 20, thousand dollar, thirty thousand people already here. How they got here? I'm like, they somebody put them on a plane. <laughs> like,
1: no, and um, also just the images, like Biden going to Ukraine, holding a baby, a white baby or a white toddler. But when it comes to Haiti, I mean. It's just so distant, so you know, far away from, you know, what their stance should be. If you, if a country is, you know, unstable and their, and their community is fleeting.
0: they don't even you know, have a precedent,
1: right? So, and if, and if they come into the border, what is why we're not being as considerate as we are with Ukraine? No, we, we have. We, we stop them with horses, you know, so it's just, it's just amaz- it's amazing, it's amazing, it's amazing um, to see it, um, but also to see um, the voices who stay silent um, about it.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah no definitely as i said well this is a conversation that was here documented we we spoke about it we're going to continue you know with presence like you know your cause my cause because we have to say something um i definitely want to now segue to a highlight you know because we do this for a reason you are a documentary and i believe that I don't have the name of the person that you did, but you really went viral with uh, a professor, Boricua.
1: Oh, you're talking what? about Joanna. Joanna Fernandez. Yes, yes, Oh, man, I love Joanna That Fernandez. conversation
0: went like.
1: Really? I, I did not yes. I did not know that either. <laughs> you know, it's like. Uno
0: hace su trabajo, I'm here to give you your flowers, whichever, you know, your recognition. Like, people are listening. It's going through. It's coming through. I'm learning with you.
1: Um, yeah, jo- uh, Joanna Fernandez in the the Young Lords book. I mean, you know, uh, again, it's like full full circle because our organization, as a young person, the Youth Action Re- the Youth Action Research Group, um, we 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 mirrored the Young Lords. We wanted to have the same impact as the Young Lords in terms of like what they did, um, and to interview Joanna who studied. Uh, Doctora Joanna. Yes, that's true. Hay que, hay que a Joana. Yes, that's true. 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 book the young lords um it's a beautiful book um and true. Uh, it 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 tells the story of afro latinidad struggling in el barrio. And Latinos under the white Latinos um, joining and and, 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 and combating um, white supremacy within our communities and 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 having impact from um, the medical um, bill the 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 medical bill that that comes out of the young lords taking over a, a, a hospital um the the trash can campaign
0: mm-hmm.
1: um their their work with um youth their their work in co- in colleges um and their leadership i mean we we are um on on this i mean they are on their on, on our shoulders like yes they, they definitely are an example for all Afro-Latinos.
0: Awesome,
1: awesome. ¿Están escuchando Chumbita Chronicles con su anfitriona Yovidi? Claro que sí. Quédense ahí. We'll be right back.
0: mi gente. Fabulosa y hermosa. Sasa. The following is a sponsor ad for Chumbita Chronicles. And it's Hydra Lip Balm. Yes. So... You guys have been seeing or checking out my Instagram. If you haven't checked out my Instagram, you better follow me right now. Yeah, I'm here waiting, waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so yes, there's a lip balm that has been amazing, amazing to me. It's organic and vegan, 30% less plastic, cruelty-free, softened dryness. And I have a tip for you. Guess what? For me is apply it before you go to sleep. Yes, 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 yes. So check it out. And anybody that buys under my promotional code, Joby D, and we'll get 20% off. Yes. So check out the world of Doli. They are Afro-Latino business, Afro-Caribbean. Yes. So my last question. Tell me something like, you know, if you would have known, que tuvieras, you know, que tuvieras querido en este momento como digo. this, if I would have had this when I was young, you know, I would have felt so much different. All the things that I went through in corporate, you know, I believe that people were like, I don't know, no me tratando más, but it was, well, yes, it was microaggressions <laughs> now mm-hmm. that we called it, but, you know, that sense of that you don't belong to a space, but actually you do how can you express that in like inspiring, motivating, or saying you know how you overcome, and now we are here, we are here to stay. See us, you know. How can you let know the com- you know, the community that young boy or girl or you know, Winnie dominations, how you pull through, how you represent.
1: It's really it's really difficult when when. You- you win in those spaces where, like, those microaggression or the the, the um, to to really inspire and say, like, you could do this. Um, but for me, it's been um, my community has been the one so cool. that have that have told me, no, think cuidado que You're gonna do X, you know, because we need you to do X. Mm. Um, that support. Um, that guidance, um, even at 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 my lowest, um, it has been the community who have seen the potential in me. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily me seeing my potential because when we're down, we don't see you know how great we can be. Uh, when we're down, we just you know we 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 short sighted, um, and it's really been the community who. Have inspired me to, to do what I have done, but what to come is is what I'm I'm very excited to. Um, so I think I um firm um plantando tu pies in la comunidad, you know, it's it's and in and, and when the community believes that you are worthy. Yes. Then you're you're gonna do anything, no matter what, no matter no matter any any other limitations that you may have, you're going to do it because when you have a community supporting you, there's nothing that will stop you. And that, and that counts at at least ten people or five people or three people just encouraging you to do um, that see something that you're doing that is that is dope and they encouraging you I mean and I'm I've been blessed and fortunate to have those people mean me mama le dicen los los ángeles you have had angels you know what I mean that have really guided you through the way um and I've been really fortunate even at my worst I have they have you know lifted my my head up. um so Plant, plant yourself in the community. You know?
0: Awesome. So, with that being said, mi gente linda, hermosa, fabulosa, thank God. you, thank you, Manuel, for being here. I'm going to close out. And you so you know how you say it, I close now. out. Hasta la próxima edición. Y como dijo, y como fue, Chambita Chronicles, we are out.